please bow. Great God Almighty, we are so thankful to be here this evening. And uh, although we have so much to be thankful for in this physical life, our focus, our prayer tonight, and our songs will be of a spiritual nature and how grateful we are that that heaven will be our home. And and uh, we know that our citizenship is there. And and uh, no matter what happens here and, and how we feel we belong or not belong, we know that you have have a created a place um, fit for us, uh, for our, our souls, and and we know that here there is no lasting city uh, that that we belong to, and and we are we are mindful of that, and we. We appreciate uh, the difference. We we want to be where where uh, our brother Lazarus is, and in, in Abraham's bosom, and where there is complete rest, and and uh, from our labors. And we pray that we'll prepare our hearts to be there. Um, because it is a prepared place for a prepared people. And if it wasn't, uh, if there wasn't any room for us, you would have told us that. And, and there is room. And, and it makes us joyful. Because you said that blessed are they that, that die in the Lord. And, and there's so much that we don't understand about it. And, and, but, but what you've told us is, it makes our hearts swell, and and we cannot wait. So we say, Jesus, come quickly, um, so we can be there with you. We pray all this in His name, Amen. First Thessalonians four, verses thirteen through eighteen. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Sing number 214 in a large songbook. Number 214, No Tears in Heaven. <clears throat>
number 258, Home of the Soul. <clears throat> 258. Two twelve. Sweet by and by. Number two one two.
number 208, Sing to Me of Heaven, number 208. <clears throat> I'll be reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 through 8. For we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed with our habitation which is from heaven. If indeed, having been clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, not because... Not further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. So we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. 
For we walk by faith, not by sight. For we are confident, yes, well pleased, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Small songbook number two, number two of the small songbook. Also in the small song songbook number seventy two. Number seventy two. Onward. 
songbook, and we'll sing number 245. <clears throat> number 245. If you want to, please stand for this song, number 245. <clears throat> <clears throat> Songbook number one hundred nine. Come we
number 522, when the roll is called up yonder.
Number 232. When all of God's singers get home. Invitation will be number 227. Number 227. There is a habitation. If you're able, please stand for this song as well.
of invitation will be number 436. I'll fly away. Well, if you would, get your, get your Bibles out for just a moment and uh, turn with me over to the, uh, the book of uh, Colossians, the third chapter. Colossians chapter 3, and we'll uh, be there here in, uh, in just a moment. There is a habitation. I like the emphasis on the word is there. Um, Jesus promised us that. He told us, or he told his disciples in John chapter 14 that in my Father's house are many dwelling places. He said, for I, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, he said, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Heaven is a very real place prepared for us by our Lord, so that we can be with Him. That's, I think, the, the greatest part about heaven. It's where we get to be with Jesus. We get to be with God. We get to be with Him forever. What a, what a wonderful place that's going to be. What a wonderful place that is. He's done all of the work. He's done all of the preparing. Uh, we just, I guess, in a sense, we just have to make the trip there. That's what we're doing here. We're we're on that journey. We're on that trip. How many of us? Uh, how many of us want to go to heaven? Can we? Can we show of hands. See any no hand raisers out there? That's uh, it's one of the few questions you can ask from up here and get pretty much 100% participation. I think uh, some of us are a little afraid. What happens if we don't raise our hand? Maybe somebody's back there making a list. Uh, but yeah, we all want to go to heaven, right? Um, but are we actually making that trip? Are we actually making that journey? I, I remember a situation a while back uh, where I had a, I had the day off of work, and so I was going to go to the lake, and I was going to do a little bit of fishing. And uh, so I got up that morning, I, I got everything ready, I, I loaded up the truck, and, and I left, headed to the lake. But as I was as I was driving, I, I got into one of those I don't know what you call it, like a little daze thing, you know, you get that usually when you're driving, um, where you start kind of going through the motions, you don't really pay attention to what you're doing. I pull up there to the intersection of the highway and the lake is this way, and the drive that I normally take to work is that way. You know what I did, because most of you have done that before too. I took the right, and I headed towards work. The last place that I really wanted to be going. It's usually miles, too. I think it was several miles. It was down to the intersection. I think it's like five miles. It took me five miles before I realized, oh, I'm headed back to work on my day off. Um, headed far away from the place I really wanted to be, straight towards the place I absolutely did not want to be. 
And I didn't make that deliberate decision to head to work on my day off. It was just, that's my routine. That's what was comfortable. That's what was normal. And I'm afraid that's what happens with a lot of us in our pursuit for heaven. We want to go there. We, uh, we don't want to be headed in, in the wrong direction. We don't intend to waste time heading in the wrong direction. But we just kind of get lost. We get lost in the routine. We get lost in doing what is comfortable, what's normal. And we're, uh, we're not paying attention. And that's, uh, that's the type of thing that Paul is warning us about, I believe, here in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 1. If you look down there with me, Colossians 3 and verse 1, he said, then, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things. Things, he says, which, which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. And in verse 2, he says, Set your mind on things above, not on the things of the earth. We all say that we want to go to heaven, but is that where our actual, where our mind is set upon? Are we paying attention to where we are actually going? Don't get lost, I guess is my encouragement to you this evening. Don't, don't get lost in seeking all of these earthly things here that don't really matter. I think how sad it is that uh, that describes many people, so many people, seeking earthly things, driving in the wrong direction. They say they want to go to heaven. They say they want Jesus, but they're actually seeking something else. If that's you this evening, turn that car around. Turn it around. And get headed back towards where you really belong. Jesus is waiting. He made the preparations. All you've got to do is come as we all stand and as we all sing. So glad morning when the